Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to the Anxiety Doctor Podcast. I'm Lisa, and today we're talking about how to find the right therapist, and what kind of questions we should ask when we're interviewing the therapist. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Anxiety Doctor Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Lisa, and I'm super excited to always bring you amazing tools and tips to help you eliminate that dreadful anxiety. Join me every Wednesday as I bring you a new episode every week. One last thing before we get started, I am offering a free virtual workshop July 15th. It'll be on journaling. I'll teach you the benefits of journaling, how to journal, give you all the prompts, and you get to ask me questions after. Sign up. The link will be in the show notes. I hope to see you. Hello, my beautiful people. I am Dr. Lisa, the Anxiety Doctor the host of this podcast. If you are listening for the first time, welcome, welcome, welcome. For those of you that are my loyal listeners that expect this podcast to be out on Wednesday morning, it is morning, but I'm recording this the day it comes out because they were updating this system the day before, which was Tuesday, July 4th, and I didn't get to record. So recording this morning. Hopefully this will be out in by about nine o'clock my time. It only takes me about 15 minutes to record anyway and edit and all that stuff. I really don't edit, but anyway, enough about that. I'm glad that you're here. I'm glad that I was able to record this right before or in between my patients. And um, I am excited to bring you this episode because this is one question that I get asked often And I used to have a list of therapists that specialize in anxiety that had openings. And now almost every single person on that list is fully booked. They've been fully booked for a while. And so it's really hard for me to refer people to these um, therapists that really, truly specialize in anxiety. So I decided to create this podcast to help you with choosing the right therapist for you. So there are so many therapists out there, right? There, I know we're lacking really good therapists, but just like in any industry, there's good and bad. And there's therapists that say they specialize in anxiety. I think, you know, nothing against these therapists, but there are 
so many people now talking about anxiety. And I think that it's just something that they say they specialize in, even if they don't. And But for the most part, people, most therapists do specialize in anxiety. But some of them say they do and they don't. They do talk therapy. And I wanted to talk a little bit about the difference between talk therapy, cognitive behavior therapy with exposure therapy. And there are other types of um, techniques and theories that people use. And I think a therapist usually mixes stuff together. They kind of make their own techniques, especially if you specialize in something, you get so good at it that you start learning that there's different little levels and different little aspects and different little layers of that specific treatment or, or um, uh, illness, I guess that I don't like to call anxiety illness, but that specific thing that you're treating. So for me, anxiety, you all have heard me, there's different layers, different things that anxiety affects when we have anxiety, it affects our life, it affects our self-esteem, it affects our doubt, our confidence. There's so many different things that we experience and not just the anxiety or the symptoms like the heart racing and the, um, the uh, shortness of breath, the knot in your throat, the sweaty, the dizziness, all those symptoms that we experience are just the symptoms. There's so many other things that we go through and that needs to be addressed. It's a combination of everything that we go through, a combination of what I teach in my group program that will help you heal. So talk therapy is one therapy that is really easy for us to get kind of stuck in as a therapist. And, you know, there's talk therapy is good for a life change, um, maybe a breakup. If it's just surface level, I broke up and, you know, you don't have any healing to do or any underlying issues to treat. Talk therapy is good. You go through something traumatic or something that was difficult for you, like I said, a life change, talk therapy can be very beneficial, even for anxiety. It can help you. It can help you feel heard. It can help you feel like someone is there to try to understand you. Someone is there to hear you out. But if your therapist is not teaching you how to retrain your brain, to eliminate the irrational thoughts, how to teach your brain and your body to relax and to calm down, how to, to reprogram your nervous system, all those things that need to be taught. If they're not being taught and in talk therapy, most of the time, the client is doing all the talking and the therapist is redirecting when needed, asking questions, probing questions, to help you process what you're going through. And like I said, it will help you feel better, but it will not eliminate that dreadful anxiety. If you're not being taught these things that you need to learn and relearn, 
to reprogram your brain. So what do we do when we try to set up an appointment with a therapist? We, we read their website. We might read um, their experience, their education, all that stuff, right? And sometimes it looks beautiful and we think, great, they have experience. But if you can get a 15-minute consultation with them, that would be great. And I know that a lot of us therapists are really, really, really busy. And I'll tell you my story. When I lived in McAllen, I was fully booked, right? I've been fully booked for many, many years. The day I opened my practice, three weeks after I was fully booked, I knew a lot of people. I did a lot of advocating and spread a lot of awareness. I did a lot of free workshops, live workshops. Uh, a lot of the the psychiatrists in the area knew me because I worked with them at the local mental health facility. So as soon as I opened, I was fully booked within three weeks. And after that, I was booked. Once in a while, I would be able to pick up here and there one or two clients. And the reason why I didn't do 15-minute consultations is because some of these people already knew me from the stories that they were told by either the doctor or their friends and family that they saw that were now doing great, they had trust in me already. And so when you can have that in a therapist and you trust them from the stories and from the, the, um, the proof that you see in your friend or family, then you feel comfortable already. And that is one thing that when we go to therapy, if it's your first time or if it's your fifth time, we still have that doubt in our mind. Remember, our mind creates doubt. That's the way it's wired. It creates doubt to keep us safe. And so when we go and seek help from others, we have that doubt. Is this going to work? Is this going to be a good fit? I hope I like them. I hope they know what they're doing. All this is normal. Having these doubts in your mind is normal. But if you have something that your gut is telling you, let's say you have a 15 minute consultation and there's something in what she, what she or he said or what they did or how they did it, how they did their 15 minutes. If there's any doubt, they might be great. But why chance that? That doubt is only going to grow. And that gut feeling is there for a reason. Remember, if you have doubts about, is this going to work? Am I going to be a good fit? How long is this going to take? I hope she's she or he is like normal, a normal therapist, a good therapist. Those are all normal doubts. Don't let that stop you. But when you meet with this person, if there's something that you just didn't like about them, don't chance that. Do not take that chance. There are other therapists out there. And I know that it's really hard to find a good therapist, but you will find them. So what should you ask when you meet with this therapist? I want you to think of your symptoms and what you're going through and what you want to change. What do you want to get out of therapy? What do you want to learn? What do you want to eliminate from your life? What symptoms are you 
experiencing and which ones do you want to work on first? And then you ask your therapist, how do you treat anxiety? How would you treat this? How would you treat that? Now, there's so many different therapists that will tell you, I'd have to, you know, do your treatment plan. We'd have to do an intake, which is the right answer. But if you ask, how do you normally treat people like this? How do you normally treat or regularly um, treat people with these symptoms? If you ask, how will you help me? Most therapists will say, I need to evaluate you. I need to see what's going on and then create a treatment plan individualized for you, personalized for you. So you ask, how do you normally treat this? How do you normally treat doubt? How do you normally treat intrusive thoughts? How do you normally treat severe panic attacks? What do you teach? How do you teach it? And you will get your answers. Think of what you want changed and ask that. How would you normally treat severe, severe, severe panic? How do you normally treat driving anxiety? Whatever it is that you want to eliminate from your life, you want to ask that in that way. How are you going to help me remember you? You will usually get an answer like, I'd have to sit with you and do an intake and evaluate you and then create your treatment plan. So you're going to ask, how do you regularly, how do you normally, how do you usually treat people with these symptoms? Again, talk therapy will help you feel better. You'll, you'll feel um, like you're being heard, but you will not learn. Now there's therapists that will have talk therapy. The first few um, sessions to make you feel better, to make you feel comfortable, and that is right. You have to build that rapport. That rapport is very important, and your therapist should know that that the first few sessions is you all getting to know each other, you feeling comfortable with that therapist. So a mixture of talk therapy, cognitive behavior therapy, and exposure therapy is what I feel is the right fit for someone with anxiety. So talk therapy is, is used in my practice. Cognitive behavior therapy teaching you how to think differently and how to eliminate those irrational thoughts. And then exposure therapy, always exposure therapy. Once you feel better, there are therapists that will make you go do exposures before. And that sometimes brings on more anxiety and it's harder, more panic. So I like to treat you with teaching you how to feel better, more comfortable talk therapy first, so you could feel better. But I always teach you some coping skill in the beginning while we're doing talk therapy. So it's always kind of overlapping, preparing you for the next thing. 
If we just did talk therapy, yeah, you would feel heard, but you won't get any benefit from what we need to eventually do is calm your brain and your body, learn to not fear anxiety, learn to sit with your anxiety, all these things that I teach that I prepare you for the exposure. I prepare you for doing the things that are hard. And that is how I do it. And there's other therapists that do it a little differently. But if you have these basic skills down, or um, if you have these basic questions to ask the therapist that you're interviewing, and you get a good feeling, um, and they tell you exactly, you know, like, this is what I do, not exactly, everyone's different, but this is kind of what I do. I do talk therapy combined with uh, um, cognitive behavior therapy, and then exposure therapy. And then they tell you all the different techniques. If they do meditation, if they teach you deep breathing, if they teach you tapping, if they teach you havening, if they teach you, um, you know, all these other things, if they use, um, uh, uh, I'm going blank right now. Um, I don't know why I'm going blank right now, but there's so many other techniques that they can talk to you about EMDR. Sorry, EMDR. Um, it's another thing that we use. So, you know, they'll, they'll talk about these techniques and symptoms. They're not necessarily saying that that's what's going to be in your treatment plan, but usually that is what they use. And so when they start talking to you about that, and most therapists will start talking about how the brain works. And, you know, most therapists that do specialize in anxiety will start talking about, well, you know, usually it's this, it's this, but everyone is different. But for the most part, we teach you this, we do cognitive behavior therapy, and then exposure therapy, um, and then whatever else they use. So make sure you ask these questions, make sure you look within, like, what do I want to change? What do I want in a therapist? And that will give you the questions that you need to ask. What do I want in a therapist? And you ask them. If you want someone to teach you coping skills and have some handy, then you ask, do you teach coping skills? And if so, if they say yes, what kind of coping skills? I teach you how to sit with your anxiety. I teach you uh, breath work. I teach you meditation. I teach you tapping. I teach you, and then, you know, they give you another whole list of stuff that they that they teach. It's really important to have a therapist that you feel comfortable with. Again, you will have doubts. Those are normal. What I talked about earlier, but if you have some doubt where they said something or you're just, your gut tells you, no, don't chance it. We don't know. They might be great, but don't chance that. Usually our gut is right. That's what's kind of got it, got us in this anxious situation. It's our uh, it's our gut and our doubts that just spiral into severe anxiety and panic. Find the right therapist for you. Please know that there are therapists out there that truly specialize in anxiety, and there are some that don't, but say they do and only use talk therapy and you'll feel okay 
but you will never learn how to eliminate that dreadful anxiety if it's only talk therapy. Ask the questions. Look around. Don't take the first one if you don't feel comfortable with them. Look around, ask these questions, and ask what kind of techniques they use, what kind of theory they use, and they'll give you the answers. And you'll know exactly who you want. You'll feel comfortable. You'll feel heard. You'll you'll feel like you're walking away with some kind of tangible help. You'll feel it. You might not feel comfortable the first time, but if you don't have that doubt where it's like, oh, she said something and I kind of didn't like it, you'll be fine. Listen to your gut. Your gut is right. Listen to your gut. I hope this helps. I hope everyone can find a good therapist It's important. Going through this alone is really, really hard. I know these episodes help because I get so many DMs every single day and I appreciate you all so very much. And that's why I do this because I know that some people don't have access to a therapist that truly specializes in anxiety. And I want to continue to help you. That is all for now. I hope this helps to help you with finding the right fit, the right therapist for you. It's important. And that's all for now. I will see you next week. Mondays now we're having, or I'm recording a very, 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 very short two minute episode to help you with motivation, to help you with reminders and strategies, just to give you that reminder in the, in the uh, beginning of the week to start your week off on the right foot. So I appreciate you all very, very, very much. I love you all so very much. I'm also, I forgot to mention, um, there's a lot of people that have asked how they can support the podcast just by writing a review, reviewing this podcast, sharing this podcast with your friends and family, anyone else that you feel can benefit from these podcast episodes will be very, very helpful to help us grow. Also, I have a subscription on Instagram that I just started and we'll be having free workshops, um, monthly workshops for anyone that subscribes and it's only $4.99. That's how you can help this podcast um, grow and that's how I can reward you with um, free workshops every month and lives and Q and A's that we'll have throughout the month. So every month you can, you subscribe, you could cancel at any time. It's only $4.99. Um, it would gre- greatly, um, help this, uh, podcast to grow and do more things with, um, what we already do. So thank you again. I love you all so very much sending you a big, big, big virtual hug and always remember to be good to yourself and others, and I will see you all soon. 
Thanks for listening. Find us on Instagram at The Anxiety Doctor and online at www.drlisacortez.com. Check back weekly for new episodes. Until next time.